We are back for the Cares for Kids Radiothon, the 23rd annual right here at the Sanford Children's Hospital. And we have Heather on the line, and she's going to be able to talk to us a little bit about her story with her son, Eli. So, Heather, are you with us? I sure am. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So I know that you've had to tell this story a couple of times. I'm so thankful that you're here and ready to tell this story more because it literally it's telling us how important it is to talk about your story and also talk about what the Sanford Children's Hospital has done for your guys' family. Mm-hmm. So so maybe we just start out with like... Heather, and, and too, what, your son Eli is now what? He's how old? Three? Three years old? Uh, he, will, he will be three on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, and so he's got a birthday coming up too. But this started when he was just 21 months old, Heather. When did you, when did you notice something was wrong with Eli? Sure. Uh, so about middle of December, 2021, um, Eli is my youngest of three kiddos. Um, and so he just presented as a standard ear infection. I hate to say standard, but for, for lack of better words, just standard mm-hmm. ear infection. Um, so we had taken him in and several weeks had gone by and it still was not getting better and taken, had taken him into our primary care. And, you know, she's been with us since day one and she took one look and she said, Heather, he's not good. Um, yeah, ran some labs, and that's when they had uh, found that more likely than not, it was leukemia. Okay. What was it like hearing that word for you, even as a parent, leukemia, for the first time? So it's kind of a double-edged sword for our family, um, and I say that because my oldest, or my oldest, my husband's oldest sister was diagnosed with leukemia when she was just a few years older than Eli and ultimately ended up passing away. Mm. And so it's, yeah, very double-edged sword for our family. Um, so it was devastating, uh, first and foremost, and gut-wrenching because, of course, knowing knowing the family history, um, you know, my mind automatically goes to the worst of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that completely devastating and gut-wrenching. So when you heard that word, just even cancer and your child in the first place, and you've got the doctors and nurses explaining that to you, like, how did they kind of prepare you for what 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 you were going to go through? You know, so like I said, our pediatrician has been with us since day one, and Dickinson being a smaller community, um, you know, have have gotten to know her throughout the years. And so, in talking to her, actually a year later, she said it took uh, quite a bit. She had to actually go into her office and then prepare her own self to, to be able to come back into the office and, and explain to me, um, by the time she had come into the office, she had things already aligned in Bismarck. And the only information that we really had was that more than likely it was in fact leukemia, mm. um, that we needed to go to Bismarck to kind of get more answers. And this was on Thursday or on a Thursday. And she had just told us, you know, pack pack your bags, prepare to be there for probably probably through the weekend. Um, not not realizing how bad it was at that point. And um yeah, by the time we got to Bismarck, he he needed to be stabilized and then he was stabilized that night and we were he was taken by ambulance the following day to Fargo and we um spent about the next five months in the hospital there. I'm just is all of this is unfolding so quickly. So you said Eli was your youngest, right, Heather? He is, yep. So, so you see, I mean, you have your other kids, you you have other family, I mean, the whole family, did they all go? Or, I mean, at some point, are you and Eli just on this ride together, you know, wondering what the heck you is know, happening? 
Yep. So at that point, it was just my husband, myself, and EY that had gone. Um, thankfully, my husband is from the area. And so his family, I mean, not that they would have thought anything different, but very graciously um, packed up my other kiddos and took them out to their place. And that's, yeah, like I said, that's where they, they remained for about six months. Mm. Now, like, I know treatment isn't necessarily fun, especially for an adult. Like, that's what you hear most of the time. But for a kid, yep. like, how did Eli handle the treatment in the hospital? You know, so <laughs> Eli pretty much reacted to anything and everything that they gave him, unfortunately. Um, but that's that's when I say, um, you know, I was asked this question earlier. And, you know, that's that's the, the power of Sanford, right? Like, they are the family that, you know, we were explained right off the bat from, from a couple team members that, you know, we're, they, they are the family that we never wanted, but now at this point don't know what we would do without. And that over the last year, that's rung truer than ever. And, you know, whatever they could do to make Eli comfortable, they, they went uh, above and beyond. Um, you know, I can, can truly say again, having, having lived in the hospital for so long and that, that was home for many months you know, they really did treat us like family and, you know, they looked at Eli like it was their own child or their own niece or nephew or, or brother or sister. And yeah, it was uh, incredible. And, you know, it is an incredible facility too. One of my favorite things that when we, when we talk with parents to ask them too is, you know, for Eli being up there, it, there's a, obviously a lot of things that are nasty, icky, but there's some favorites as well. And like, what was one of, you know, Eli's favorite things at Sanford Children's Hospital? Um, you know, I would honestly say they have, um, for the, anybody who's listening that has not been in there, um, they have these wagons that are designed specifically to, um, pull a child in as well as also you can attach their IV pole. So, uh, Eli had an IV attached to him pretty much 24 seven, whether it was chemo or fluids or whatever it may be. And his probably favorite thing was to ride around. They specifically have a panda wagon and that was what he asked for every single time. So it just became standard that every time we had a hospital admission, by the time we got into the room, his little panda wagon was already there. So, so yeah, loves to ride in the panda wagon. He used to go by the nurse's station and that's um, like his little thing with the nurses now is that he likes to burn rubber. So hey. he, yeah, just rides, <laughs> in, just rides in the panda wagon and Sweet. likes to go visit the nurses and yeah. We've been told to ask you, like, what's the comfort of chicken nuggets for Eli? <laughs> yes. Um, so for the first month of, of chemotherapy for leukemia, it's it's pretty pretty intensive to say the least. And so part of that treatment includes a very high dose and continuous round of uh, steroids. And so when you think about adults, you always hear Roy Rage, you hear the, the munchies, and that's, that proved to be no different for, for Eli when he was 21 months old getting getting the treatment um so his choice of steroid munchies were um chicken nuggets pizza and bacon so he was literally consuming i think there was just like a continual door dash stop at um the children's hospital for mcdonald's um so he was eating between like 20 and 25 chicken nuggets a day yeah, you do it. um yeah being about 15 pieces of bacon half a large <laughs> pizza um, and so the, what I think stuck with a lot of people was at one point he needed a CT scan. And, uh, I, I remember looking at the CT tech and I said, if you want to take those chicken nuggets from his hand, that's on you, but I am not touching them. <laughs> um, and so he actually went through the CT machine with a chicken nugget in each hand. 
perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, chicken, chicken nuggets for his comfort food. I haven't even met this kid, and I'm feeling like we might be best friends. Like He's soulmates. burning rubber, yeah. eating chicken nuggets and bacon. It sounds Yeah, living his best life. He really, yeah. Now, obviously, you know, Heather, this isn't something, though, that just, you know, it's leukemia. It's not a short battle. How has this first year been for, for you and your family? You know, um, I, I would like to say that it's been, you know, rainbows and a walk in a park, but by, by far I would be lying. Um, like I said, nothing nothing really went as planned with him. So where what should have been a pretty short stay in the hospital ended up being almost five months. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it, it's been hard, but it's been significantly easier. The the team at Sanford, the team at Roger Maris, um, they've they've been been incredible to kind of walk along this journey and answer whatever questions you know. Um, you know, it's it, it's not like anything else you you could have experienced. Um, you know, the fact that you can call and get a hold of, of you know his his oncologist or a team member, you know, regardless of what hour of the night it is, and whether it's just really simple questions, you know, for them or really complex, they 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 never kind of bat an eye answering that phone call. Um, yeah, it's it's been a journey, <laughs> that's for sure. And Heather, what we're going to try to do right now is is get three people. To donate right now. We want to be able yeah. to support the Sanford Children's Hospital. I'm just going to pull out that number, 478-KIDS, 478-5437, or you can even text KIDS to 35270. We're looking for three people, but like... Well, for what? A great reason, though, too, because what? He, you said what? St. Patrick's Day? He turns three? St. Patrick's Day. Wow. Yes. Looking for some luck. Looking for some luck. Well, Three there we are. lucky people to come uh, step up and uh, in in the, in Eli's honor, I guess you could say, for the birthday. Perfect birthday gift. Four, seven, eight kids. Now, Heather, like, how is Eli doing today at this moment? Yep. Um, so he he is he is thriving. He's a he's a happy. Two and a half year old. When I left the house this morning, one of his favorite things is to play with his brother, who absolutely loves Batman. And uh, my mother in law had made him this cute little mask, and so he was running around the house with his mask on and his superhero cape and his pajamas, and running around. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a thriving, thriving little awesome. man. That's for sure. That's so awesome. Looking for three people. I know we're going to hop into a commercial real quick. So you're going to have time anyways to take a break yourself. So go ahead. Uh, you, you can make it easy. Text KIDS to short code 35270. You can call 478-KIDS, which is 5437. Let's get three of them for soon-to-be three-year-old Eli. K-O-Y-Y-F-M, Fargo Mohawk. Twenty-four. Cheers for kids. Radio 5. Number one, he can do the station one eight four. Bar go bar head. You got no. You do not use hormonal.